If you caught the last episode, then you know I hung out with fellow wife, mama, e-designer, and content creator, Heather Hess. We had a great conversation all around the other side of e-design and working with third-party platforms. And trust me when I say, if you're someone who has been considering e-design as a service or a business model, this is definitely an episode you'll want to tune into. In addition to how Heather secured her first clients via Etsy, we also talked about how she built a loyal community on Instagram, how she secured a position with Swatch Pop as their editorial director, and her content creation plans for the future, which started with her batching her entire 2019 content strategy. And just for context, we recorded that episode at the end of 2018, and she had already planned out 2019 in full. I knew Heather would have to come back like immediately <laughs> to just to talk about all things batching. If you listen to episode two of the show, where I talked all about single tasking and thought purging so that you could improve your productivity, then you know batching is my jam. So this Q and Albie is all about just that. Welcome to The Design Influence, a show dedicated to changing the conversation and creating impact on and offline. The Design Influence is all about you, the online designpreneur, helping you be a better designer and entrepreneur in this new digital landscape. I'm your hostess with the mostest, online interior designer, content creator, and nonstop idea machine, Albie of Albie Knows Online Interior Design. If you're ready for some candid and caffeinated conversations about everything from decoding interior design tools to growing pains as an entrepreneur to figuring out what the heck it means to be an influencer, then turn up your earbuds and let's dive in. All right, guys, I am hanging out with my dear friend and fellow e-designer and fellow content creator, Heather, again for a Q&A that I know you guys are going to love. Hi. Heather, like I already said, is an e-designer like myself a content creator like myself we're both wives we are both moms so uh we we know a thing or two about being busy (laughs) (laughs) yes to to juggle all the things so we are going to be doing a QA on all the things batching and being productive but before we dive into the questions i have to hear it from you heather how far what? in advance do you batch? <laughs> um, it depends, but this for 2019, I have done an entire year um, outline for the for my social media and for my blog. If you listen closely, you're hearing like a collective gas. From <laughs> <everyone> <laughs> and you run two social medias and two blogs. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so if anyone can tell you what the value of batching is, I feel like it's the two of us. So we're going to jump into some questions and I hope you guys have your pen and paper and we are going to dive right into it. So the first question is, when preparing to batch, what do you do first? Do you set up the wording or do you set up the graphics? Um, the wording. So I go through and I do all my topics. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to do, my topics. And then um, 
once I do my topics, then I break it down to a more detailed um, title of the post. So um, that's what I do first, because that helps me spread out the topics throughout the year. So I'm not talking about one thing, you know, that month, you know, every single month. I'm spreading it out. And I'm making sure that um, I'm giving a good variety of content throughout the year. And that's one of those things that I feel like it's, it's, it makes the most sense because you can all, almost always find an image to go with a topic. But if you start with images, now you have to like force a story behind it or you might get like pulled into a whole other direction that takes you off your trajectory. So start with the captions, start with the topic, start with whatever it is that you want to talk about and then let the images follow. Right. I love that. Now this one, um, oh, actually, I really like this question. So I have a lot that I want to talk about. I am multi-passionate. <laughs> How <laughs> do you prioritize the task so that you can plan out the batching? Um, I prioritize the task. So I, um, I have a set number of things I'm going to talk about because I know it works mm-hmm. and I know it works with my audience, whether for, for both blogs, I know what my audience is over here and I know what my audience is over here and I know what has worked and I keep the things that has worked. And then I um, add in new things to test them out to see if they'll do well. I, I, I think that, you know, sorry to interject, but like one of the things that matters there is, you know, what works for your people. It's not just, oh, Heather wants to talk about all the things, you know, what your people want. And that makes it a priority automatically. Right. Like I know my, my clients want to see um, projects that I've done. They want to see progress. And so I work that in. I make sure I work that in. All right. So next question. Um, I would love to start batching, but I don't have the time to do it. How do I create a batching schedule? Um, my, um, my, the way I do it is I, it took me like a few days of just doing that all day, <laughs> all day <laughs> of creating and creating and, um, um, I'd have, you know, I'd fail as much as I can, and then I would go and do something else around the house, and then something would come to me because I'd think on it. And it took me a couple of days to make sure that I had everything that I wanted, um, to think on it, to switch things around. Um, but then once I had a plan, um, I did week by week, like, hey, this week, I'm going to get all this done on my content, and, I'll, and this week, I'm going to do all this. So it... Um, batching it like that I feel like I'm in control of my life (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm on top of things and I'm not saying oh this week I have this and this and this and this to do Um, I'm already done with that I can move on to something else that's down the road you're not ping-ponging back and forth no basically and like I mean you do week to week like I know my the way I set up my batching schedule is by days just because based on like my husband's work schedule my daughter's school schedule so it's like this day all I'm knocking out is this because Mm -hmm. and then I can focus like okay all my captions are done now I can worry about all my outlines and 
So, I mean, there's no right or wrong way, but it's like, you know what fits your life. You know what fits your, the way your brain (laughs) works, like the way your creativity flows. So whether it's by weeks or by days or by time blocking, like, I don't think there is a right or wrong way to create a schedule. It just has to fit your life and your process. Exactly. I love it. Now, the next question is, does batching really make you more productive or are you still spending the same amount of time doing things just all at once? For me, I feel like it makes me more productive. I'm getting more stuff done because I am focusing on one thing and all my ideas are coming at one time and um, it's the same process. So if I'm doing Instagram planning, I am focusing, I'm getting all my resources out for my Instagram planning and I, and I'm keeping them up until it's done. I'm not putting them away and then opening them back up in two days. You know, I am making sure that I have everything out. I'm getting everything done and and I'm not closing those tabs until, you know, until it's, it's all done. Same, same, you know, like I, um, and this will probably be a perfect lead in for the next question, but you know, I have certain tools and platforms that I use for whether it's my blog, my Instagram, whatever. So it's like, nope, I'm it's like plug and play. Once I get that wheel going, I'm not stopping until it's all done short of like just having to stop. (laughs) it, It makes sense. And like, I know, I mean, you can relate. I used to just feel constantly tired. Like something was never done. And now it's like, there's like a mental piece, like that mental fatigue is gone. And now it's like, I can close this tab and know I'm done with it until the next batching session or whatever the case is. That is a hundred percent (laughs) true. I agree with that. I can definitely say that it's for sure also made me way more productive and value my time a lot more. Like I'm not constantly in something. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like I can give it my best effort too, because mm-hmm. I um, am thinking of only that. I'm not thinking of, oh no, I should probably go check my email real fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, I forgot to do this. I am thinking of that and only that, because that is my priority to get done that day. I love it. I love it. So next, which I think is a perfect lead in, what are some of the tools that you love that helps you batch create? Um, I like, um, for Instagram, I do plan for, um, closer, the app plan, P-L-A-N-N. Yes. Yeah. So I do that for Instagram on a short term basis so they can give me schedules for me to post because I like having a plan, but me posting them in real time. So I like Mm -hmm. that. Um, I use that a lot. Um, but honestly, um, I have, I'm Google, man. I use my Google calendars. I use my Google notes, my Google slides, my, um, Photoshop. That's what's open on my computer all the time or Canva. I use that all the time too. Mm -hmm. So that's what I have open all the time. I love it. And I mean, everyone's tools are going to like be different based Mm -hmm. on how they work. So like I use later. That's what I use to plan um, all of my Instagram accounts. Um, sometimes my Facebook when I remember to test. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, I, I'd be the first to admit I am not that great at remembering Facebook, but later definitely helps um, with my batch, you know, creating. And then I, similar, like I keep it simple. Um, I'm not a Google girl, but like I do all of like my writing and literally in my notes app. Yes. Um, yes. My, my notes phone. app. And like, it, it's also, I happen to be an Apple girl. So my notes app is also right on all my computers. So, you know, that's a seamless transition for me. Um, but if I had like different, like a PC and a, an iPhone or whatever, like something like Google or whatever kind of translates from one device to another, um, I like to just keep it simple. Yeah. Like I use what is the most effortless. Another great one I love is Trello. I don't know if you use yes, anything I've like used that. that before. Uh-huh. I love like just dumping all the things <laughs> in my Trello and then sorting them out when it's time to like sit down mm-hmm. and all the things. Yes, that's a great one. So next batching question is how can I batch client work? Ooh. Ooh, that's a hard one. How can I batch client work? Um well, I feel, actually, I just came across this the other day because I feel like I'm writing the same thing to clients all the time mm-hmm. um, for like projects. So when I finish a project or I finish a part of a project, I'm emailing them and I'm giving them instructions on what's happening next. And I was just, for a long time, I was just like writing out the instructions like off the top of my head, like do this uh-huh. and then do this and then, okay, and if you have any questions. And then after like... <laughs> probably the hundredth time of writing that I was like, why am I, why am I not copying and pasting this? You know, <laughs> there were so many things I was like, I could make this easier and faster. And so I went through all of my emails and all of my client stuff and that I was writing all the time and I was copying and pasting it. So in my notes, if there was a question that was answered, I can just copy and paste it now. Uh, you already have it already there. Yep. I actually, um, recently, and this is something, it's one of those, like, as soon as you hear it, it's like, oh, duh. And, um, this actually just reminded me, I should probably start doing it, but, um, someone said that they used their canned emails a lot because they realized the same thing that they were answering the same questions over and over or sending out the same email over and over. And so, and I was like, if I'm not mistaken, I have to like go back and check. Gmail has canned emails. I, um, oh, I did not know well, that. I, 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 I'm almost certain that's what the person said they use. Like, I use Gmail, so I need to, like, go and check. <laughs> yes, me too. So, I will do that as soon as we're done. So by the, by the time this goes, like, as soon as we hang up, you know what? I have my computer in front of me. I'm going to check. <laughs> but <laughs> if, it, if it is there, I am going to include that, you know, in the show notes. But they were basically saying they created their canned emails and so it was like whatever they were constantly sending. And I know for me, that was one thing I started to work on. So I use a CRM for like a lot of my backend stuff. So I, what I use is Dipsado and that's helped me batch a lot of like the repetitive part of the client work. Mm-hmm. So if I know the next step is always, you know, my, my welcome 
packet with how to take pictures. I put that in an automated workflow. Um, if I know that I am always sending the same budget email, I put that in an automated workflow. Um, I need to get better at these canned emails, but <laughs> but yeah, like that is something I have like that has been super helpful with like saving time. Um, I don't know that you can ever really batch client work, but the things that you're doing for right. every single client, or like I started this over the summer and it's been like super helpful because I would do it with like my content like with my blog posts and my videos um with templates and I realized my mood boards are almost always the same format just about you know Mm -hmm. I, I get a little bit creative um but you know why not template your mood boards if you know you're always doing it the exact same way my swatches always go here and this always goes there um so yeah, look at what you're repeating often. That's probably, you know, everyone's design process is different, but you if you know you're doing like the same emails or the same instructions or uh, look at where there's like repetition and that's probably the easiest way to uh, yeah. batch right. client work. And, and once you, when you were talking about that, I thought besides emails and stuff too, I kind of in a way, batch my e-designs on Photoshop because I'm using a lot of the same flooring because a lot of people have the same flooring. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm using baseboards. I'm using plants that are, you know, are a lot of the same things. And so I have a folder on there of things I frequently use into my Photoshop renderings that actually it's really fast it makes yeah. it a lot faster and so I think that's kind of batching because if you have you because you you have um you know a folder that you are using all the time it's gonna save you a lot of time so I feel like that's a way of batching too that I think that totally qualifies at least in the context of you know saving time and kind of knocking it out so yeah like that is something if you know you're renderings or your proposals always include like the same elements Mm -hmm. batch that (laughs) and while we were talking i actually did look it up there are canned emails in google (laughs) so um in gmail so if you run your emails through gmail um and i imagine probably by now all email providers (laughs) have this like it seems something that's so like duh um but yes it is a thing and it seems pretty easy to set up I'm just reading the steps so yes batch the emails your your graphics your your styling notes um yeah really just look at what you're doing over and over and that that is where you can batch some client work um this is a good one um oh and this I, I I'm gonna let you take the lead on this one for sure um how far is too far in advance to batch if things are always changing? Okay, so I like this one. <laughs> and this is my problem, this was my problem with deciding to um, plan out so far in advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, because with Swatchbob, I work with um, publicists and I work with other um, people. So I thought, well, what if they have an idea or what if they have a sponsorship that I need to work with? Um, why is this batch content contenting um content planning going to work for me um so i content plan as much as i could as much as i knew i was going to do but i have a few topics that 
they can be pushed aside and used later if I need to add stuff in. Or I have topics to say, hey, I'm going to talk about this trend, what I see happening in that month that I'm going to talk about. So there's things that I leave open, but I know exactly what I'm going to do when I get to that point. I love it. And because even though really, I think the bigger picture is you're batching just so you're not like constantly creating in the moment, but you can still be flexible. Right. Yeah. So there, there is still room for flexibility and to kind of piggyback off of what you said, depending on what you're batching. So if it's content or, you know, social media or projects or whatever, you, you got to do it with a calendar. Like you can't just like batch in a bubble <laughs> in a bubble. So like I know I batch the, the podcast, you know, um, I have like recording days, but I also know for certain like topics that I want to talk about, I know when market events are happening. Um, so I know when people are like focusing on that. I know when there's certain, you know, shifts in the industry or certain trends or, you know, holiday seasons. So you you gotta have like those other resources to make room for that flexibility, basically. Yes, yeah. 100%. So yeah, no, I, I absolutely... 100% agree with that, especially because you, you batch for a whole year. So I can't imagine that you could batch in a bubble. Like you have, you, have, you would have to look at like other pieces. Yes. Right, so. Yeah. You have to make it work with everything else you're doing. So, okay. So this one is ooh, a good one. Um, my problem with batching is that I get easily distracted. I remember something else or while working on something, if it needs another piece, I fall down a rabbit hole of doing that other thing. <laughs> I can relate to this 100%. <laughs> I can totally relate to that. Um, so the question is, how do you truly stay focused and in the moment and not get pulled in another direction? Um, I feel like once you, once you have um, decided to do it, I think you have to realize that if I don't get it done, I'm going to be way behind. Mm -hmm. And I've been way behind before. So that feeling is terrible. (laughs) And that's what what keeps me following through with my batching because I know how much, um, how free I am (laughs) once I get it done. And I feel, um, I feel more, um, feel like, Oh, I did it. Like I rocked this. Like I, I did it. And then, and once I do that, I start thinking ahead, like, Oh, I can get so much done. I can, um, I get new ideas and, um, I feel like, Oh, I'm going to grow so big (laughs) because I just did this. I I can do it. And I have so much free time now. I I mean, so I think knowing how, what's going to happen is motivation to that feeling of accomplishment yeah i've been there like i'll be working on like i'm batching my blog posts and then i might get i'm writing 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 and then i get caught up in like an amazing idea for a graphic so then i go work on that graphic and now three hours later (laughs) (laughs) or if like i'm working on a this has happened to me more often than i'd like to admit i'll be working on like a video like a plan for a video and 
so on Instagram, I like save collect like um and I I create collections for like inspiration. Like I'll save like if someone made a video that's along the lines of a video I want to create, and then so I'll go open mm-hmm. that collection to look at the video, and then next thing I know I'm scrolling Instagram. I forgot why I was even here in the first place, <laughs> and now it's an hour later, and I'm just double tapping, and I'm like, I was definitely supposed to be doing something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but Instagram just came out with a My Activity yeah. button, and yeah. the um, and it shows how many minutes you're like spinning <laughs> on. I don't know. I, don't I would. <laughs> I shouldn't check this anymore, but it. But I love that they have the. Um, you can set mm-hmm. your time to say, "Hey, if I'm spending too much time on there, give me a notification." And to that end, um, I like I have an iPhone iPhone also has this amazing downtime feature. So that's something I, I, I'm almost certain Android phones have it too. My husband has an Android and I feel like he has something similar. I don't know what it's called, but it also mm-hmm. like, it, like you could set like social media limits, um, limits for different entertainment apps. So it'll, it will it'll, actually, my phone has kicked me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually a good that's way great to keep yourself focused aside from just i guess you know being addicted to that feeling of getting it done let your devices <laughs> right you know what you know what has helped me honestly is putting my i put my phone as soon as i start working i put my phone in the other room yes. because i will i will check it mm-hmm. and i've actually turned off all my notifications yeah. because i i am so unproductive when i it shows me someone sent me a message because you, you have to yeah you're like well i don't know what if they told me i want a million dollars i don't i don't yeah right i I can't miss that (laughs) and i mean i guess that's a bonus um tip and actually one of the questions was are there any um hacks that you could recommend and that is one of those hacks put your phone in another room or on do not disturb or like turn it off like unless you will really have like an emergency kind of thing like so I never turn my phone off because I never know if like my daughter's school is gonna call but yes mm-hmm. I know with my phone I can put it on do not disturb but if they're like on my list of favorites the call will always come through so her school is on my list of favorites you know her, her school mm, oh that's perfect my husband uh, but like my friends no they're not, <laughs> they're not. <laughs> um so that is uh that is um a hack um another hack i i have really become fond of is this thing called the pomodoro technique um where it's like you work in I'm, i haven't quite perfected it but i've definitely seen the difference so for 2019 it's on my list of things to perfect so you work for like chunks at a time like 20 to 25 minutes at a time straight through on one thing nothing else so if it's just answering emails just writing whatever and then five minute break and then you reset the clock after the five minutes um so like i have an app on my computer that i use for that i know people who do it with just like a regular timer Um, Mm -hmm. so that is another hack that i have uh come to appreciate well what are some of your favorite um batching hacks 
You know, I actually have been doing kind of the same thing as that. But, you know, when I get on my computer, if it's 930, I say, hey, this has to be done by 10 o'clock, <laughs> 10 o'clock. And then I'll be like, OK, and then I can go get a snack, <laughs> you know, hey, there's a reward to this. Um, but no, I, I do the same thing. You got to look forward to it. You got to. And I feel like I work better under pressure, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, hey, I need to finish all this stuff in 30 minutes. And that's why I the Pomodoro method I think has been kind of working for me too because it's that that I've always been like in college and stuff like that I was always like that last minute person like cranking out a term paper at 2 a.m. like I don't have to class at 7 a.m. <laughs> and and so the Pomodoro method you're like watching the clock uh, count down and you're like oh my goodness I only have seven minutes to finish this you know Yes. Even though, like, you're the only person holding yourself accountable, but you don't want to be beat by the clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, it's that same kind of like, I think that's what makes it like effective. Um, let's see what- but I think writing it down too. Like I'm, I have a calendar, a planner that's hour by hour of the day. And I say, hey, at this time I'm doing this. And at this time I'm doing this. And writing it down, helps me like be more accountable for it. The other night I finished something on time and I showed my husband, I was like, you have to see what I just did. <laughs> he wasn't as, as, as impressed, but I was like really impressed with myself because I, I did what I said I was going to do. So I think hel- holding yourself accountable, maybe telling others or writing it Ooh, down helps mm-hmm. too. Yes. T- telling someone that's, that is a really good one. Cause um, they're, they're going to make sure that you did it. Or at the very least you feel like you don't want to let them down. Um, right. And I like what you said about like, um, rewarding yourself too. like, okay, if I get this done by 10, then I can go catch up on one show or go get a snack. Yeah, what whatever translates as a reward for you. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's the ultimate reward. (laughs) Finally check my text messages or whatever. Um, So I love that. Um, I think we have time for one more question. Um, Oh, yes. I I like this one. Um, Do you find that using technology to batch makes it easier or is it better with old fashioned pen and paper? Mm. Hmm. I... I feel like I start with pen and paper mm-hmm. um, because my best thinking is when I'm doing something else and I'm not by my computer. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm always, I have a pen and paper by my kitchen because I mean, as a mom, I'm in the kitchen all the time, <laughs> either making dinner or doing dishes. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in there all the time. <laughs> so I have so many lists of, oh my gosh, I need to do this. So I start making topics mm-hmm. in my kitchen all the time, pen and paper. Then I take those pen and paper to my computer and then I start doing it. I have um, a pretty similar process. Um, for me, I so I have like my planner. Um, I actually use um, a less traditional planner. I use power sheets. So it's not really like a appointments and dates kind of planner. It's more like goals and stuff. And I'll just kind of like brain dump stuff in there. I'll just write it all down and just like whatever pops into my head. And then from there, I'll kind of sort out all the mess that came out of my head. Um, 
And then I also love to use my voice recorder app because sometimes I'll be like driving or whatever um, and I'll have like this amazing idea. Um, And if I don't have my pen and paper near me, I literally just send myself a voice note, like literally note to self, remember to talk about this or write about that or whatever. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yes. I I start pretty old fashioned too, like either pen, paper, um, my voice notes, because what I know was happening to me, and I don't know if this happened to you, when I used to start my planning on the computer, that's when I got the most distracted. That's when the rabbit holes started. Yes. Like, because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me just check this sale on Amazon while I'm here <laughs> or, <laughs> or whatever the case is. Like, that's when I would end up with like 30 open tabs, none of which have anything mm-hmm. to do with what I was supposed to be doing. So, yeah, no, I start, I prefer to start with like my planner or at least a good old fashioned notebook. Um, But when I'm not around those, my voice recorder app has been really, um, I guess that's more of a hack, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's a great one. That has been like, I literally, because my phone's always with me. That's for sure. (laughs) Kind of open it up and just kind of, hey, you know, remember to talk about, you know, this really great idea you're having when you shouldn't (laughs) be thinking about work and deal with it. So I think. I think those are the big, big questions. If you guys have any questions that ever come up around batching, creating content, you can always drop a note. Um, I am at the Instagram for at the designinfluence.com. Heather, where can they find you and pick your brain on batching? Um, I am out on Instagram at Heather Hess Designs. Perfect. And I mean, you're going to want to pick her brain because this girl, she batched for a year. Like she batched for a year and wears multiple hats, um, creating content, working with clients, managing a household. Um, so find her, Heather Hess. Um, thank you again for just doing this with me and really kind of like sharing some of your tips and tricks. One last question for you before we um, part is what has been, whether it's in personal or business, what has been influencing you lately? Um, what has been influencing me lately? Ooh, that's a big question. <laughs> I feel like I'm on being influenced all the time on social media. Um, I mean, my family. I I feel like that's the biggest thing in my life right now. So, I mean, and it will always be. <laughs> but spending more time, and as we're talking about batching, um, batching um, has helped me be more present with my family and um, give them more time because I don't have a million tabs open in my head. I have one open at a time and then I finish it. So I feel like I can give more to my family and I'm influenced um, a lot by them. I love that. Like it's really, and that's really the big, you know, the goal with batching to free up your time for the other things. Like you are not just your business. You are not just your blog. You are not, you know, just at the disposal of every other piece of your business. You know, you have a family, you have a life. So that is, that is what blog um, batching is supposed to do for you. So I love that, that it has really 
giving you more margin. Like I know for sure my daughter sees me less behind a computer screen because, because I've been bad. <laughs> um, so yes, I can totally relate to that. Um, thank you so much again, Heather. I hope you guys enjoyed this thank Q&A. You. Um, and like I said, if you have any other questions, we are both always hanging out on Instagram. So drop us a note and I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. 10 questions and yet so much information. And that is why I love a good Q&LB sesh. So in case you need a refresher so you can kind of figure out if all your questions got answered or if you need to kind of go back and touch up on a topic, here is what Heather and I answered during this Q&LB episode. Question number one, when preparing to batch work, what do you do first? Do you set up wording or graphics? Question number two, I have a lot that I want to talk about. I'm multi-passionate. How do I prioritize so I can plan my batching? Question number three, batching is something I would love to do, but I don't have time. How do I create a schedule? Question number four, does batching really help with your productivity or are you spending the same amount of time on tasks just doing them all together? Question number five, what are the tools that you use and love to help with batching? Question number six, how do I batch client work? Or how can I batch client work? Question number seven, how far is too far in advance when you're batching if things are always changing? Question number eight, my problem with batching is that I get going, I get distracted. I'll start working on one thing, but if it needs a missing piece, I tend to that and then I get derailed in a whole other rabbit hole. How can I truly stay focused and in the moment and not get pulled away? Question number nine, are there any batching hacks that you can recommend? And question number 10, do you find that technology makes batching easier or old-fashioned pen and paper planning? Such good questions. And I have always believed that if one person has a question, chances are a few other people have that same question. So I really hope at least one of these 10, if not more, were questions you were thinking about and you finally got the answer to. And if you feel like you need a little bit more information on any of these questions or really anything else related to batching, definitely tag us over at The Design Influence or tag Heather at Heather Has Designs. Take a screenshot while you're listening to the episode and whether it's on Instagram or Facebook, drop your question, hit us with a tag and let us know what you want to know. Again, if you haven't already listened to the last episode, definitely go ahead and do that. We talk about e-design, we talk about badging and a whole lot of other stuff in between. And I know it's one that you guys are definitely going to enjoy because it is a conversation between two mamas, two e-designers, two bloggers, and we go in a million different directions. I really hope you guys enjoyed this Q&LB episode. And it's the last Q&LB of the season, although... If you guys really enjoy the Q&Lbs, even though I won't have any planned with guests during the summer, if you have questions and you love these Q&Lbs and you just want some quick fire answers, always on the Instagram, in my inbox, in my DM, wherever, drop your questions. And during the summer, I could probably throw in either some Q&Lb episodes on the podcast or some live Q&Lb recordings via Instagram. Let me know. 
I can't know if you guys don't ask, but I really hope you guys got a lot of value out of this. And I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I hope you guys enjoy the season. There's one more episode. It's kind of bittersweet. As always, you know where to find me and I will see you guys next time. Bye.